0: So we were at lunch at work at Founders Factory Africa. Um, full disclosure, you've got three people who work at the same company on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh Anjile standing in for Musa Kalenga. Come back, bro. All right. So
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: So um so Hope, uh and Zui and myself were, you know, in our breakout area having lunch. In fact, they were having lunch and I was walking past. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you guys were in, it, it, there was a fascinating exchange going between the two of you because, of course, Hope is founder founder's factory Africa's uh, venture head of venture sourcing, and Zui is our head of engineering, um, uh, and and there was this amazing exchange between those two practices over lunch. Hope, do you remember what you were asking Zui? And it was kind of specific. I remember Zui. Like he indulged you for a while until it got to the point where you were literally asking for his playbook on like what to invest in, <laughs> yeah. but well like well, how did the conversation start yeah. and and do you do you remember:
1: I think I do. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but right. I think I was um trying to get his thoughts on, you know, because this blockchain crypto space is moving so quickly, right? like number one, how do you keep up? As an individual, because I was just joking to him, like, sometimes, like, things will just happen on Twitter where somebody's announcing a new coin. And then three days later, that coin has, like, increased in value. I'm like, but I'm at work. I can't keep up <laughs> with all this. So then I was asking him, like, you know, how how does one keep up, but also how do you vet sort of all these different coins because there's limitations currently in a South African context where we know the Ethereum, um, like we know the standard things in terms of like mm-hmm. Bitcoin, um but about then, gas
0: prices, gas prices. We do, yeah, we oh, know some of the the buzz. Yeah, phrases.
1: but you know, there's certain coins that I read about on Twitter that I don't know how to invest in, and I was like, Zwie, how do I invest before it's too late? <laughs> and
0: Zwie, I'll you you started telling us, and we didn't know this at the time. This is where I like put my stuff down because I was about to leave. I was like, Well, yeah. I, I think I need to stick around for this conversation. You were like, I, y- your, you and your wife had started dabbling you know, just tracking coins and and you were starting to make sense of the space for yourselves. you have been doing this for a while. So, yeah, I mean, tell us about that. I mean, what the heck, bro? Like, you guys just sat down at the dinner table and went, <laughs> well, well, baby, we're just going to start tracking coins. Like, how,
2: how does that... How, do,
0: <laughs> how does an individual yeah. get to that point of, like, interest but also practice in the space as, as an individual?
2: Yeah, so... I think it started off uh, more so just experimenting, and soon enough the space started growing. And
0: and what were you experimenting with? Because this is the interesting uh,
2: so yeah, I think a couple of years ago I I, I came across uh, this this one business called uh, Genesis Mining, and basically uh, they had uh, started you know building this. Data center, basically in in Ireland, whereby they will be able to not Ireland, Iceland, uh, where where they were basically leveraging the cold air to cool their servers, but these servers were actually um, basically mining cryptocurrency, and they had started an interesting model whereby they were selling contracts to individuals to say, hey, buy a contract. And basically, that contract gives you access to the power within that data center.
1: What year was this?
2: This was in 2016. How did my you journey. hear about this? <laughs> How did you hear about this in 2016? <laughs> like, so, 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 this is this is one of the key aspects from my from background perspective. I've always been very interested within the fintech space, especially payments. All right, so for me it was sort of like a natural uh, evolution to say okay we're seeing different payment methodologies coming into play what is the next step and this 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 brought about you know digital currency as a interesting aspect for me to look at and i just started doing a bit of experimentation uh, but yeah i i had no idea that it was going to become you know this popular and
0: did you invest? Did you buy one of these contracts?
2: Yes, I did. Yes, I did.
0: I mean, how did that go?
2: Uh, most probably the best investment that I've ever made.
0: No freaking way. Yes. So, fun fact: um, Zui's been on the show before many years ago. You you actually did a master's thesis. I actually looked at the behavioral uh, characteristics of. S- South Africans, um, and I, I think it was around payment adoption oh, wow. and relative to other African countries. And you actually, it was a book in the end, I yes. think you turned it into a book. Um, so it's actually fascinating because I would not have made that connection. Yeah. I thought it might be a more random connection than uh, a slow and steady interest in something like, as, as basic or Web2 as, as payments, you know? Yeah. Wow. So,
2: so, so. Uh, what's quite interesting is that my my research back then was on near field communication, which is now like super popular now. Yeah. Pay as you go, you know, phones yeah, and exactly it's it's all over the show. So it, it it really it really is that migration, and I hope that you know crypto will also be as popular as as NFT NFC uh, enabled payments.
0: So hope you are. Uh- Obviously, I think you call it late to the party, but yeah. I don't know if you're late, really. I think we're all late. <laughs> I don't
1: know. So you can advise me on the coins that I can We're
2: we're all early.
0: Yeah. We, we missed the boat on Genesis early 2016. You've been having exactly. it for like come on, it's eight years ago. Yeah, or oh, enough no, no, six years ago. My math is is killing me. But I mean, I mean. W- w- what's your, what's your vibe now? I know, you know, you've, you've got an exchange or two, a little wallet wallet here and a wallet there. Um, What's your vibe? Like, and and how are you approaching it to quote unquote, catch up? Or are you even approaching it like that?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the vibe started with like FOMO. <laughs> and I think naturally, like where people go when they feel a sense of FOMO is like the most trusted platforms like your Luno's uh, in South Africa. Um, increasingly, though, where I'm currently at is... And I think I've referenced it, like sticking to what I know, like what I know is how to vet innovators, right? And and back innovators. Um, so being part of a lot of different communities, angel communities that are looking to sort of invest in women that are building on Web 3.0 and, you know, all these sort of insane things that are happening currently in the market. Because I guess the same way at an African level, we believe that blockchain will help us leapfrog. I think even the things that I'm interested in in terms of equality, like there's the sentiment that, hey, maybe it's easier to help women get more technical on this new sort of wave because everybody's basically starting from zero, right? And how do you empower them and then essentially get that funding they need to kind of launch different projects. So that's my current vibe that like, yes, I'll double in coins, but I'm not in Zui in terms of like building this, this complex infrastructure to kind of track multiple different coins. So where within that space can I find my sweet spot and then double down on that? Um, and yeah, and it's like angel investing in different like startups that are building um, interesting projects within the space.
0: So <clears> – <throat> So where I really vibe with you, Hope, is the only reason I'm even into crypto today, is because there's a missional aspect, yeah, to what got me in, right? This idea that, um, you know, a lot of what's broken with independent media and media in general, and uh, the non you know, inclusivity of that space everywhere yeah. in the world it's just beleaguered with all kinds of it's fraught right with all yeah. this with these issues that web3 technologies seem are, are promising yeah. to help alleviate in some way right and i and i vibe with and, and and people who are listening to you for the first time might not know this about you and maybe they do cuz they fo- you they might follow you on twitter but you're you're really serious about like women yeah taking up um, space and and not waiting for permission to yeah. to exist and also to thrive and to do business
1: yeah
0: intake and outside of tech yeah. and you really so it's, it's fascinating to me that you see this space as uniquely positioned relative to other spaces in tech yeah and and and, and i mean what have you seen in other spaces in tech that don't seem as yielding to to women yeah. participating in that way
1: yeah, I guess it's if the presence of a lot of legacy issues, right? Which means that if you are trying to democratize a space, like you would need to do it from a systems perspective, which has traditionally been extremely hard. There has been progress. You know, there's so many different platforms now that are training software engineers remotely and they having specific targets around, is there gender balance? Um, how do we make sure that there's a pipeline of um organizations willing to kind of give people these roles and making sure that women also get these roles but because women have been excluded economically for so many different years it's almost like playing catch up right and I think there isn't you know as much as and I started angel investing maybe like two years ago like since 2020 and yes you see the progress and you see the growth but there's so many other structural elements that kind of feed into sort of the progress that women can make um that for me that's why the promise of blockchain and crypto and the newness of it is like such an interesting case for could you then because everybody's learning at the same time make sure that we start that learning from an equality perspective and then we kind of leapfrog and use a growing market to kind of leapfrog that gender inequality that currently exists um so you know a couple of days ago i was on a twitter space of women in crypto there were like a hundred people on that twitter space a lot of them are women building exciting projects already, right? And they're like, I'm learning through YouTube. I'm getting a mentor from Binance Labs. And they're building projects. They're taking that risk. I don't know what it is about blockchain that's like making them also take that risk, which is quite fascinating. Um, But for me, I think it's like a powerful lever to kind of leapfrog and really make sure that within this tech space, we are a lot more diverse because that's what we need for true innovation as well. Um,
0: And you're right, if it was a... excuse me and you're right because if it was a fintech twitter space there's probably my hunch unfortunately my stereotypical hunch is that the mix would have been leaned or leaned it male still towards by me. by default yeah um even though it isn't technically open space i mean it for people to come in. So you're right. There's something really interesting going on.
1: Yeah, because I guess, you know, a lot of people go into things when there's representation and success stories in it. So the reason why you would predominantly see a lot of male founders within certain industries is because they did have role models that they looked up to that, They saw people starting fintechs and health techs and they're like, oh, I can do it as well. With blockchain, those use cases or success stories are still being developed and built, especially on our continent. And I think that brings a renewed sense of hope that I could be the first. I could be one of those pioneers within the space. And maybe gender doesn't matter or maybe sort of the prior things that hold people back from cultural nuances to sort of education levels like those things don't matter because we're all learning and growing as an ecosystem from scratch um it does help that there have been like a few success stories like you know there is one yc backed sort of crypto trading platform and the chief technology officer is a woman right um so but yeah but i think because it's still quite new there aren't a lot of biases in terms of what does a blockchain uh you know successful unicorn within the blockchain space look like and i think it gives a renewed sense of hope for women to potentially be that or work towards that um so yeah
0: fascinating and Zui, so (coughs) in your story i mean your story again and maybe don't don't let me rush it if this isn't the order of things, but it was fascinating to me again. Your story was fascinating to me because I'm married to a techie as well, right? Um, so i a highly, super high-performing, technical, like, she's incredible. Star is amazing, right? My wife, like <laughs> is incredible, right? And so I almost saw myself as you shared how you and your wife and what's her name Michelle how you and Michelle s- sat down one day and just decided to mish- to to solve for how you wanted to understand the space better so you could presumably invest in it more more reliably and sensibly and be a part of this way you want to be a part of so taking you back to um, you know, your Genesis experiment, that contract that worked out really well for you. You know, what what's the story between you and Michelle sitting down and going, hey, let's build this, let's build this uh whatever you call it, right? Let's build this uh I don't know, it's an algorithm or is, is yeah. let's build this platform and 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 track these different coins and let's let's get ahead of this a little bit. So t- what's that little gap there? Talk, give me the story between those two points in the
2: Cool. So, I think you know. Let's 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 start off. Let's let's go years back, right? <laughs> On the African continent, the mobile phone is introduced. Right? It was introduced late uh, compared to other markets. However, what we saw was something very interesting in that some of the solutions that were developed leveraging the mo- mobile technology, such as you know, mobile payments, right? Mobile money payments evolved at such a rate that we were able to overtake developed economies and create these new payment methods that were, you know, incredibly powerful, but also incredibly digital in a developing economy or in, in developing economies, basically. And for, for me, you know, that was an indication that Africa can do it. So that that has been my perception throughout, uh, in that if we see a new developing, you know, technology within the world that can revolutionize how we live our lives, there is a big potential that Africa can do it better than anyone else. Mm. So that was my first hypothesis. My Second hypothesis was just around, you know, uh, access to investment opportunities for people on the continent. I I view myself as someone who's, I would say, relatively successful. However, what was clear was that even in my relative successfulness, (laughs) if I can put it that way, I found it very challenging to enter certain investment opportunities and i mean i would investigate investment opportunities not only on the continent but off continent trying to figure out ways how i would basically be part of the you know the game and enter the game and it was quite clear that even when someone is based within a specific market, it's very hard for them to 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 gain access to certain opportunities simply because they are reserved to certain individuals with certain net worth um, levels and, you know, everyone else is just left out. And so through that journey, um, I also started discovering that, oh, wait a moment, uh, it seems as though that the fundamentals are the same when one is building a business within the crypto world. However, the barrier to entry is lower and there are no gatekeepers, right? Or fewer gatekeepers. Um, and so I started having these discussions with, with my wife, Michelle, to say, if if indeed, you know, future organizations are going to be structured in this fashion, then why don't we look at this new asset class the same way that we would look at investing in equities right and 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 basically start apportioning some of our you know disposable income um as if we're investing in 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 in, in equities and if 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 it fails it fails but we have we've have tried um However, you know this, this this opportunity to just have access, uh, to 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 these exciting projects on a global level, um, for me was 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 just too too attractive.
0: Wow!
1: We should oh. definitely go to dinner with Zviad's wife. Yeah, <laughs> so you would get
0: invited. <laughs> yeah, so Michelle, if you're listening, right? uh, <laughs> so wow, what does Michelle do?
2: Michelle, she is a pricing specialist within the energy space
0: now. What's interesting is Tabu um, used to price actuarial products. Wow. Um, but but obviously pricing would have a very, very different thing. She's a health economist now. The reason I ask really is um, I, I'm trying to immerse people in an in everyday, in everyday sort of exposure to the space and how you know ho- hopefully someone listening goes you know i i could sit down with with my wife and or my my spouse yeah. or my partner and have this conversation and it deliver on that and i and i wonder hope what kind of conversations you're having day to day in your context with family friends yeah. significant others about this and what yeah. does that look and sound like relative to yeah, and I think
1: Zui's on like level 100. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely, I think I am having these conversations with my family. I think what's what I 100% agree with, with what Nzu has said, is just how this, we're in a very interesting time in the world where a lot of the potential to kind of like, build your wealth and all these sort of things is open right um but the only barrier is information and hence my question since we earlier to say how do you kind of build structures that help people get as much information as quickly as possible because that is just the only dependency here right um but every single day i think a lot of the conversations i have with people that are not in tech like my mom is a nurse you know uh, my dad just like finished his law degree so he's going to become Um, a lawyer soon i know i was like i was so happy um but yeah but you know for them like tech is still quite a new thing they're still in using whatsapp and like rely on whatsapp groups for information and the key question is like how do you just get started right like how do we lower the barrier and i think that's my key question with blockchain to Mm. say if we say that it has the potential to kind of drive inclusion how do we lower the barrier some of it is information, some of it is technical, some of it is price related, so that people can really just get on it and leverage the opportunity that it brings. Um, So yes, as we've discussed, like I think where we've seen the most success from an adoption perspective is things like trading platforms. Um, But I do think there is more potential that could come from it. Um, But that's a starting point. So it's like, just put in A little bit of money and hence, you know, that's what I like. The platforms like your Ease Equities or Luno, they create products for the mass market to kind of get started. And then once you get the information, once you understand your own risk appetite, you can grow in that and hopefully then be able to kind of build your wealth and we've seen so many success stories from people from the townships who found out about this random blockchain thing and then now they yeah. they you know they've up there their wealth and lifestyle their as instagram
0: well. got lit
1: yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so it's just where to start and like start. how do you get the right information but also how do you invest in the trusted platforms mm-hmm. to make sure that you know that dis- any small disposable income that people do have um is still secure and 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 can grow and they don't lose it because you know yeah there's a lot also going on oh, yeah. and this isn't a plug dangerous. right
0: but cello has been great about thinking about how to deliver on that because i think that's also what i like about web3 there seems to be um What's the word? An existential need for a successful projects in Web three to truly deliver on democratization. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the what is this? Yeah. Um. And their their fate, a lot of them lies in being able to deliver on that from a sort of community and adoption perspective. And I like that because yeah. again, traditional fintech, it's about you know, walled gardens yes. and, and sort of doubling down on monopoly and, you know, it's never yeah. ever been about, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I remember interviewing, um, a, the CEO of what was then Barclays business, um, uh, commercial business in Africa. This was be on the continent. This was before they spun out, yeah. and, uh, of ABSA and all of that. And he gave me, a, you know, a very candid interview, which at the time it took it it took him leaving a few months later to join MTN for me to realize why he was doing it and I think basically part of what's going on is I don't know that monopolies and and these entrenched legacy institutions are going to be disrupted I don't I don't see that if I'm honest um, I, I don't really will it necessarily either but what I do see is. A new alternative growing alongside it. Right? Yeah. And the reason I mentioned Cello is not just to get them into this interview. It's we have Nancy, who is a technologist on our team at Founders Factory Africa.
2: Yeah.
0: In a in a in a in a in an educational context and fellowship opportunity with, with Portent, who's our managing producer here at African Deck Roundup. And my lovely wife's Tabuso, who's a health economist but really interested in getting and understanding this blockchain space and she's also by the way our, our team finance person and they're in 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 this learning environment that's pan-african yes. meeting weekly to understand not just how seller works but the fundamentals of blockchain tech and code and you know yeah. how to launch your own product and what the Whoa. difference between a down the different and this is all in the context of fellowship right where they're meeting they're making these pan-african connections you know I mean come on yeah. like I haven't seen a, a technology deliver on that level of community and, um, and
1: democratization and
0: democratization in a while yeah. now I'm, I'm obviously not completely idealist I understand that you know there'll probably be consolidation and people yes. will be left out and all of that. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But still, I mean, there's a lot to be excited about, at least for me. Yeah. Um, and hopeful about, let me say, excuse yeah. the pun, hope. if you don't <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. yeah. So this, and thank you for letting me talk so long because um, honestly, even the the series and, and and why we're on this mic talking about our parents and wives and, yeah. and, yeah. and, and workmates and, because for me that's my burden my burden is that this this sense of i can't be a part of that because it's not for me yeah like yeah. can we just how so maybe that's if i frame a question is you know someone might argue i mean you know do some research on your dad is like part of the econet story you know <laughs> you know you you've always been fairly you know successful as a technical person and a business person entrepreneur kind of feels like you're you're the poster person poster child for success in this space what would you say to someone who who might say that um and think yeah man unless i'm zui and married to michelle you know this is probably something i need to sort of stay away from maybe go go do something else
2: Interesting, interesting question. Uh, so I'm, 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 gonna admit something. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, I've, I've kept a secret, but personally, I've always felt that I've been late to the crypto party.
0: <laughs> Want to get
2: out? <laughs> um, that's that's the honest truth. But but I think you know wh- why why I'm willing to admit this is 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 because. You know what? There was a time when I when I knew nothing about Bitcoin, right? I had to learn. I had to just, yeah, just basically download the document and start learning. Um, what is it about? Who are the players behind it? And uh, you know what's what's the problem that is being solved? So, I think I think for everyone, it's one just has to start the journey. I think. The, 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 uh, personally I've always been inquisitive about new things that are developing around me uh, and trying to be aware of those things and I think has that, that has helped quite a lot in in just allowing me to kind of see new markets that are appearing when they haven't yet mushroomed Um just taking the time to research there are many other things that I've researched that have totally turned out to be uh, failures but for me it was a learning exercise but yeah so it's 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 one of these things that I I I personally feel that people need to just accept that there's going to be change and if 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 one decides not to accept change um, with the way things are moving in our world Uh, you you'll be left behind that's the honest truth so just just be inquisitive right i don't know i don't know about you hope how you how you got to know about this space
1: but i agree i think the time that we live in now which is quite interesting i mean we on a platform that is aiming to democratize this information right um i think there is a lot of information out there and the Onus is on an individual to kind of distill it and then try to understand what is the comfort level I have for where I can just start. But to Zui's point, like you kind of need to start and like commit and then that's how you grow and evolve over time in terms of your knowledge, in terms of the networks, in terms of being part of communities where you can fellowship and learn with other people as well. Um, But there definitely needs to be the commitment from you to just take a step and start. Uh, so yeah, so I, yeah. I I agree. Um it's interesting to hear you say though that you yeah, felt right? like you're late <laughs> to the party. Really, but I think yeah. it brings up an interesting point because I yeah. think we'll all always feel that way if you're catching sort exactly. of something that has been in motion. But the nice thing about Bitcoin is like at a macro level, we all still at the very beginning That's and right. learning what this That's technology right. really is, right? Um so so I don't think it's too late. I think there is still enough time for somebody to get started now, and in the next three years, you become an expert, right?
0: Exactly. Because
1: so many things would have changed by then,
0: and so there's something to be said for the for both of you who I admire as i I say and I say this to you in private as well as I'm saying on this, like I'm a huge fan of, of you both and and it's privileged to be your workmate <laughs> um, and one of the things I admire about you know, observing you guys operate as uh, proponents of the th- of the values you've shared on the show is you've you've taken a conscious decision, both of you, to to use your social media profiles <laughs> to to share what you are learning, right? In very different ways. I mean, you get a very different flavor following Hope on Twitter as you, than you do sort of um, Zui on LinkedIn. I think that's your most <laughs> engaged pro, uh, platform. Um, but it it does boil down to this working in public thing democratize democratizing, um, you know the information which again is kind of counter to the business we're in which is like insider trading. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest, um, in a positive way. No, yeah. no don't <laughs> give me a positive insider trading. Um, but but um, you know Nzwi, you shared at the end of last year. I, I will never forget that post. I was like, for one, I you were admitting things like your MetaMask got hacked. You were like, this was a mixed year for me, guys.
2: Like,
0: <laughs> I had this, this happened. There were good things on the list, but there were things like yeah, getting a MetaMask account hacked. And and so, so I'm going to ask you both to point to really positive things that you'd point to in your journey along, you know, around Web3 and blockchain tech and your education in the space, your personal education in the space. And... Like a highlight, but also like a downside. To so give us two anecdotes, so I imagine that MetaMask hack was kind of brutal.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, it was. Uh, but I, I, you know what? I think that's 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 not the that's not the worst. That's not the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's not the
0: worst. Okay, so that Genesis contract was wasn't wasn't housed there.
2: <laughs> so there's there's a there's a long story behind that. Oh well. no, it gets so, worse. No so I think I think for me for me the worst is um not not necessarily believing in myself right um why I say this is because you know I I, I would do research and I would pick out certain signals but I had I I didn't have that belief in myself to say you know what I can actually be at the forefront of discovery at the forefront of 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 you know just innovation right simply because you know you know I'm African and there there are certain uh you know things that we have been taught that we need to be followers and not leaders sometimes yeah. exactly exactly, and so I I I actually believe that 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 has been sort of like my my down down downlight, if I can put it that so way. Re-
0: when you reflect on those, you realize all the things that if you had just pushed into like trusting the hard work you were clearly putting in, the sense making you were doing, the research you were doing.
2: Exactly, okay. exactly. I think i So, be... is there a
0: point in time where you go, you look back on those things? Is it like in December twenty twenty one, where you go, dang, bro? like I really did know stuff and I should have used it.
2: Yeah, I mean even even before that. Even before. Like if, even before that. Uh so it's I think it's it's just one of those things where it links up to 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 this realization that wow, uh within this new ecosystem we actually have the same opportunities as everyone else, right? The, wow. Like wait a minute
0: cuz that, that that's so hard to well, that's really awkward, but I have a hard time be- like fully embracing that. Like you mean I have as much of an opportunity to be part of this as say I don't know someone in the Western world that like really, really. It's awkward to admit, but it's, it's, I, it's, it's really it, hard. It, to-
2: it's 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 hard. Yes, and for me, I think it, I was in denial for a while to say no. There's there's no way that I can have that much op- opportunity and success. Who who am I? Right, what have I done? Right. I'm 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 here in Southern Africa. Wow. Right. So there's there's there's, there's from this from the
0: smallest country. Well no, there's Lesotho and Swaziland, so from the third smallest, <laughs>
2: third yeah, smallest country. Yeah, in Southern yeah, Africa. yeah. So 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 there's Bubble this complexity. Um and I see it in other people that I engage with as well. When I tell them that there is opportunity and the, ent- the, 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 you know, the barrier to entry is very low, but there's still this very strong skepticism. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because that was me. Wow. Yeah.
0: And so what would you say is the, so then if that's the low, and it sounds like you've, you've transitioned from that low, what would you say the height of your experience so far in, in this Web3 experience of yours has been?
2: Oh man. Um coming to you hope. <laughs> so so I think I think the one that really stands out is uh, you know being invited to 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 be an investor um into into a project simply because of my passion, right? Uh within this space and quickly realizing that it's it's an amazing opportunity. I mean, I've, I've I invested in this project. I had never seen returns like that before. And it was a new world for me within the crypto space of how, you know, pre-sales take place and how, I guess, a well-regulated and a well-structured crypto business actually gets built. Um, So, I mean, this business is, is formalized in Switzerland uh, fully fully regulated right um but just seeing that entire process and seeing the returns of the hard work um with you know what can I say you know amazing founders right so for me for me, I think it was it was my highlight to say, wow, uh you know there's there's something that's happening whereby people are really building businesses that are answering k- real questions and they're building them the right way um, trying not to not to be fly by nights right one like, of your
0: biggest pet peeves if you don't yeah. know anything about <laughs> about nzwi like the op he's, he's actually quite hostile towards a lot of the opportunism <laughs> in the in the space which i mean i i'm, I'm okay with some of it, obviously, but, but yeah, you, you, you like it done properly and well and thoroughly and you want people to commit and you want, you want to see that and you value that, let's call it.
2: Eh? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I do. I do. Uh, is that
0: business still going, by the way? The one you invested yes, in? Yes. 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 Okay. It I mean, is. You would have been invited to be a part, like an early investor in something like that? Yes. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. So it's, are it's, you allowed
0: to say what area it's in?
2: Um,
0: this no, feels I like do, I, this, do say, this I don't want to say I don't want to say at this point this
2: feels like hope <laughs> in, in, in
0: our kitchen like <laughs> that's,
1: oh, that's, that's your me? most successful coin <laughs> <laughs> no
0: no I at, at which wanna... point we go uh, guys uh, I, I think have I have to go. I have to go
2: <laughs> <laughs> No, right. I, at this point, uh, you know, and I I don't want to share. I'll sh- I can share in, p- in private, in private yeah, if okay. someone reaches out to me. I, I told I you we're
0: insider traders, guys. We don't <laughs> so, yeah, this is what you get on the inside. But this is as much... I, I, you can't say I didn't try for you, fam. <laughs> the village the village must acknowledge that I did try. But no, that's high and low. Amazing. So, mm-hmm. Hope, you're yeah, closing there won't us not be, be
1: as evolved <laughs> as <laughs>
0: No, please. But it it's... doesn't have to be, yeah. Hope. It doesn't have I to be. I guess
1: the low for me... It somewhat touches on what Zvi has said but in a different way is not getting started earlier um so my first I guess semblance of the fact that the space even exists was I think back in like 2016 as well actually um where I met this guy you know from the township uh now currently actually advises on the on the um, like 4IR four, four blockchain committee for the president. So wow. he's he's really leveled up. Yeah. And he was the first person to ever talk about blockchain encrypted to me. And I was like,
0: what Back is when that? when it was scammy.
1: Yeah, I was like, this that. sounds like, <laughs> what do you mean you can like gain so much money? This sounds like a scam, right? And he's mm. like, hope just put in like... 2,000 Rand, because I was a student back then, like, put in 2,000 Rand and, like, you'll see it grow. And I was like, no, it sounds like a scam. (laughs) So that is my low line. (laughs) Um, But I think, you know, I, I guess the environment that I was in and you'd increasingly hear people talking about this with enough frequency. I think then the highlight as well is then starting from maybe, like, 2018 to, like, starts putting small amounts of money even as a student um, and then increasingly when I started working so being able to see that personal portfolio grow is like a mini highlight mm-hmm. um, but I think to Nzu's point I think for me where I get a lot of satisfaction is just the things that people are building with this technology and increasingly having the structures that allow you to back them right so whether it's from an angel level whether it's people raising friends and family rounds um backing people who have such audacious dreams about like what the potential of this technology can mean for the african continent i think that is like a daily highlight to be quite honest so yeah
0: wow thank you both for this conversation I feel Thank like you know, we, I think we truly let people into what our lives are sometimes like. Like, I don't want to over glamorize what it's like to be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> to I think The good out. parts of our lives. <laughs> the good parts. No, no,
0: we have, we, we have enough of these moments. Not enough, probably. We have, we have moments like these where we do like fellowship around like a meal or something like that. And every so often yes. it will spark something cool like, guys, we have to podcast. Yeah. You guys need to, we have to have this conversation. And this is one of those times. So, oh, yeah. on behalf of the village and frankly, um, uh, on behalf of the team that runs a platform that exists for these stories and for these experiences to be mainstreamed. Thank you both for being here. And, um, yeah, um let's switch off these mics so we can uh, um, talk we can hear about the Swiss deal. All right, thank you.
1: <laughs> we can also invest in this company. We can also do.
0: Uh
1: Andan Z. And Yes, yes, yes.
0: Kaidas. Sensei, Kaidas. <laughs> sure. All right. Uh, but
1: have you ever connection. but have you ever I think you should do that, Enzi. Like you should right. think of like an angel syndicate.